Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. Back in 2021, Cambridge City Council began a review into the condition of the Eakin Road estate. It led to a long list of options ranging from a continuation of repairs and cyclical maintenance through to a full redevelopment. Residents, as you might expect, were concerned about the possible outcomes and the possibility of them leaving or losing their homes. We'll find out a bit about that now from Dr Maurice Kyodo, who is from the Save Eakin Road Group. Good morning to uh, to Maurice. Now, good morning to you. Because I'm I'm fading it up. I'm hearing something else. Let me just um, see what we can do. Oh, there we go. That's better. Might have actually been at my end, actually. Sorry. Is that well, okay now? No, it's it's fine. I'm slightly. I'm sorry. I think it might have been me. So I might might have uh, wrongly accused you there. So I do apologise. <laughs> but let's uh, uh, let's get things underway uh, here. Tell me, what is it like on Eakin Road living there? Well, before this whole sort of process and project started, it was surprisingly quiet. It's a it's an estate of 122 uh, dwellings. It's a mixed estate of, of flats, houses, masonettes, and bungalows, and it's a very quiet, lovely place to live. Well, at least sort of it was until uh, the council came along and said that they had these sort of uh, very sort of grandiose plans for uh, for what was going to happen on on the estate. Um, just to, to give you a bit of background, the the estate was built in the, the started in the 1940s with with uh, some large flat blocks, 72 flats. These were these uh, homes for heroes uh, homes that were put up quickly after the war. Mm. And the idea was that uh, people would be quickly moved into the flats and then they started building houses around the edge of the estate. And people would live in their flats and watch the houses being built. And when the houses were ready, they would walk down the stairs and walk into their new house. And that's that was sort of the history of of of, of the estate. And you have, we have some residents here who have been in their houses for over sixty years, um, who sort of joined, who, who came to the estate as as part of that initial uh, build back in the forties and fifties. Oh, have we lost you there, Maurice? What's what's going on? Um, oh, oh, still... You're back. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so yep. just dis- disappeared for a moment. So I, I know I'm aware that the initial reaction to. Uh, the council's proposals. It, 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 it looked like a bit of, I don't know, um, nervous anticipation, would that be right? Well, in the, the council turned up uh, on the estate in, in June 2022, uh, somewhat, un, not quite unannounced, but without any previous information being provided. They pitched a tent, and in that tent they had nine large billboards, and... Eight of those billboards had a large amount of information about how the council was going to uh, re- d- demolish the entire estate and rebuild it and, and make a water fountain and a, and a Wi-Fi bench and a coffee van, things like this. And then one of those nine, bill- uh, uh, one of those nine billboards was uh, dedicated to talking about options other than complete demolition of the estate and how they weren't quite the pr- preferred options by the council. So from going to hearing nothing, residents had this sort of this shock of, of, of hearing, oh, the entire estate's going to be demolished. Um, and that happened in, in, in June 2022. And uh, residents were, were, were quite shocked and surprised. And so we, Savikin Road, formed as a concerned resident group to sort of push back into council and say, well, actually, maybe a full demolition of, of the estate is not uh, in everyone's best interest and is not what should, what should be done. One of, one of the interesting things I found was spotting up uh, ahead of our, our conversation was the fact, and I, I wasn't aware of this, there's a whole website uh, which is devoted, which the council have put up, um, which gives details of uh, the various options 
which they they had in mind. That's obviously one can't criticise the council for 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 giving us inf- information. Far from it, but it, it struck me as unusual because you don't normally get that sort of thing if there's a, a development which is happening. And I, I I wondered how on 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 your side of things do you do you feel once you got over the initial shock of what the council was proposing or at least part of their their options do you feel that you've been given sufficient information on what's happening initially in 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 mid 2022 we had almost no information and it's partly because of the the resident group that formed and the the immense pressure that we've put on the council to do things that are properly and provide adequate information that this that this website exists in the detail that it does right the council have done other projects similar-ish in terms of you know, re, 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 rebuilding and, and redoing estates around Cambridge. Um, Eakin Road is one of the larger ones. And those projects had their own websites that had nowhere near the level of detail and uh, uh, and sort of uh, uh, information that was provided on the council website for Eakin Road. And that's a direct result of, of, of the the. the Unity on Eakin Road as to you know pushing back to the council saying no we are going to feed into this project as well this is not this is not something the council will do on their own we are going to be part of this project as well. What um in the past few days you've issued a new statement as a group how has your position changed? So initially uh, there was a uh, large opposition to the council's proposals to demolish the the estate in in, in its entirety or in fact for any demolition. And we were pushing back hard against that because the information we had at the time was that there were large numbers of residents who really wanted to stay in in, in their dwellings. And then as the sort of last 18 months have, have sort of gone on, informa- more information has, has come to light. We've, as a resident group, learned more about uh, uh, others on the estate. We've learned about some of the conditions of the, of the flats in particular and how some of those flats are in rather poor condition. Um, and we've also learned more about the, the wishes and desires of, of, of those in within the flats and their desire to, to, to go. The council ran a uh, some, I would say perfect, but, but a sort of an okayish survey of the residents of the street in October, November last year. And that came back with sort of an overwhelming proportion of flat residents saying, expressing a desire to leave and to have their flats demolished but at the same time an overwhelming desire by residents of the houses to have their houses their 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 family homes uh preserved and so we've adjusted and we've learned from this and we've adjusted and shifted out shifted our stated position to say that we call on the council to carry out a project which uh, demolishes the 72 flats on the estate but preserves all 32 semi-detached houses Uh, those houses have been there for uh, for the better part of 50 years they're well-loved houses People have been living in their houses for 40, 50, some over 60 years. There are freeholders uh, who, who who own their own house, uh, their own house on, on Eakin Road. And there's a very, very strong desire f- from those people to stay in their houses. At the same time, there's a strong desire for those in the flats to to leave their flats and have them demolished because the flats are, are quite old. They, they weren't built very well to begin with and they're somewhat beyond repair and the desire there is to have them to have them taken down. I was going to say, I, I seem to recall that many of these post-war properties, not just in Cambridge, but across the UK, they were put up and the intention was they weren't designed to last, but uh, many of them have with the problems developing, I guess not just now, but I, I suspect going going back several 
several do- dozens dozens of years the, the issues with various parts of the of the house not looking so good the electrical system i don't know if this is the case or not in in, in econ road but one can imagine that uh, things like light fittings might not be up to the latest standard um maybe damp in some place i don't know are, are these the sort of issues on e- on econ road what's happening so- so one of the primary concerns, and the the issue of of, of quality of construction and, and and quality of dwelling is predominantly confined to the flats, uh, and there are issues of, of of the primary one is of damp and mould within the flats. The houses, on the other hand, are don't suffer any such issues. The houses are, are totally fine, but they've been caught up as collateral damage in in the council's project. The council wants to basically wipe the entire estate and start clean. Now, there is good reason to take down the, the flats because of issues of damp and mould and, and accessibility issues. They don't have lifts because they're built in the 40s and 50s. So there, there's good reason to take down the flats. There is no good reason to take down the houses. There's no such issues of, of maintain, uh, inadequate maintenance or poor quality. The houses are good. They're nice. They're warm. They're well built. They're going to last a very long time. And those people who have said, "Yeah, we're, we're happy to leave. We accept their problems with our with our houses on Eakin Road." Do they get an opportunity to come back again and live in anything which is built so, in their place? So, so for for uh, council tenants uh, who, who who leave the estate for some sort of development project, they would have the opportunity to to come back. For private homeowners, um, it's a very different story. They would have to purchase one of the new properties on the estate. The new, the, the, the current council plans have very small number of houses that might be put on on uh, on the estate. So they're, they're currently 30, 32 houses. Uh, you're sort of looking at maybe 10 or so if if the council goes through with their project. And these would be about sort of 70 to, to 100% more expensive than the existing houses. And and those of us who are homeowners would have to buy at market price. So basically, we'd be priced out of our own street. Right. And that's very, very difficult for, for you all. So what, what are the plans for the Save Eakin Road group now? Presumably, <laughs> you put what was uh, released in your statement to the council as well. What, what, uh, uh, what, what are your next steps? So our next steps are to continue placing uh, pressure on the council, as we've always done, to do what is in the best interest of everyone on the estate. And that's always been our, our approach from the start. Um, the shift in position was to better reflect what we now understand is in the best interest of everyone on the estate. Uh, so we'll keep placing uh, uh, pressure on, on the council, uh, raising awareness like like we are today, and basically trying to uh, get the council to see that, that the 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 way forward is to find a solution that uh, that adequately replaces the flats that need work on on the estate, but also leaves those who don't need to to go. You know, fix that which needs to be fixed and leave that which which can be left. Because otherwise, this could happen anywhere in Cambridge. Anyone who lives in a perfectly good house, whatever, maybe they're a council tenant, maybe they're a freeholder. Uh, the council is is setting a very dangerous precedent here. They could they could come for any street in Cambridge, and we're trying to push back as the first example to say no, you can't take things down just because you feel like it. Do that which needs to be done but don't take us up in collateral damage in the houses okay well Maurice, thank you very much for your for your time this morning it is inter- very interesting to hear the perspective and I, I'm, I'm thinking of a sort of econ road you've kind of got a, a slice of social history really from the sort of the time after the second world war the like the prefab houses going up and the you know the right to buy scheme which um, seemed such a good idea at the time but maybe not necessarily always with uh, with hindsight some of the the, the effects going going on from that. Uh, Maurice, thank you very much uh, uh, for speaking to Cambridge 105 Radio. 
Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Morris uh, Kyodo, who's from the Save Eakin Road group. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, obviously, and speak to the council uh, too. It is uh, 9.21 now. Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Kusama, Emin and Riley. Cambridge 105 Radio.